Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Gospel according to Mark, the 16th chapter. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on, the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. In the name of Jesus Amen. My friends, can we be honest this morning? Yes, let us be honest in this moment right now. Our culture is filled with fear. The coronavirus has taken an emotional toll on all of us as Americans. For example, you have heard the stories of fear in the media, the voice of intensity in the newscasters as they report. Deaths are so high that portable morgues are being placed next to hospitals. Today, we've had an all-time high for deaths. You've also seen the fear and the actions of people where neighbors are calling authorities to report people for not social distancing. And let us not forget social media. Fear is abounding on social media with posts from individuals lashing out at others for not following the sanitary guidelines from the CDC. For example, everyone has to do the right thing. Do it and don't ask questions or whine. My life depends on how responsible you are. Indeed, dear friends, fear is everywhere right now. And this fear, it is seductive. It is intoxicating. People are afraid of being contaminated by the coronavirus. They are scared of suffering from COVID-19, and they are indeed fearful of possible death. Yes, the coronavirus is indeed a threat, an invisible threat, I might add, that can sneak up on anyone at any time when we least expect it, resulting in possible hospitalization and even death. And as a result, fear abounds. Fear has set in. It has dug its claws into our culture. 
Fear is actually an emotional reaction to dangers and threats. Fear occurs when we are caught off guard. Fear comes about when our world is turned upside down. You see, we like to be in control as humans, as individuals. We want to know what is going to happen in the future. We want life to be predictable. We like our routines. We like familiar things and we like security. And so it makes sense, does it not, that the coronavirus is bringing about all sorts of fear in America right now? Today, this Easter morning, we perhaps want to escape this fear by boldly grabbing a hold of the resurrection truth that Jesus has risen from the dead. In fact, in many churches across America today, fear is not even being mentioned in an Easter service. Of course, we understand that the Good Friday message should invoke fear with its blood and suffering of Christ on the cross. However, concerning Easter, many American churches will have triumphant songs making it seem that the fear is all over. That fear has actually no part of the story of Easter. But dear friends, I hate to be a bearer of bad news to you, but Easter is not so easily categorized solely, I repeat, solely with the emotions of triumph and joy. In our gospel reading that we have read here this morning, The first reaction to the empty tomb was this. Get this. It was fear, not triumphant joy. The guards, yes, those guards at the empty tomb, they trembled and became like dead men at the sight of the angels. When the women, yes, when the women came to the empty tomb to anoint the body of Jesus, well, they were confronted by an angel as well who said to them, Do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said. And get this, after hearing from the angel and seeing the empty tomb, you would think that the women would have been filled with triumph and joy, but they were not. They were not. They were filled with anxiety. They were shaking in their boots with displaced minds as they ran from the tomb in complete Ah, You see, the event of the empty tomb was too much for these women to handle. They left the tomb trembling while going with borderline hysteria. The women did not stand with a bold confidence before the angel of the empty tomb doing a mic drop saying, you know, we saw this coming. We knew this morning when we woke up that Jesus would be gone. We, we, we saw this coming. No, they were actually beside themselves. Their head, yes, their heads were swimming. They were stunned. They were so gripped and paralyzed by fear that they said nothing to anyone. To the point. Yes, to the point this morning. Unfortunately, dear friends, it seems that we Christians are more fearful and overtaken by the coronavirus right now than the resurrection of Christ from the grave. Yes, you heard that correctly. You heard me correctly. We are gripped more by fear from the nightly news than we are with the news of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Now, am I taking a cheap shot at us Christians during this pandemic? You bet I am. Absolutely. It is a deliberate and very rough question for us to ponder amid our fear right now. 
Are we more fearful and overtaken by the coronavirus news than we are of the news of Christ rising from the dead? I know for myself, I must confess, that I have been gripped in fear by the nightly news, checking social media quite often for the updates of the coronavirus, while at the same time casually drawing near to the Resurrection Sunday service. Perhaps our greater fear of the coronavirus has to do with the fact that we have designated the coronavirus as being traumatic and unnatural. But my friends, please answer this for me. What is normal and natural with the resurrection of Christ from the dead? Ponder that for a moment. The story of Jesus' resurrection takes place in a graveyard. Christ had been dead for three days. Christ was made into a bloody, sloppy mess through his flogging. Nine-inch nails were driven through his flesh. A spear pierced his side, bringing forth blood and water splashing on the ground. And he was laid in a tomb with a large stone blocking the entrance. As they say, it was over for Christ. The fat lady had sung. It was the last nail in the coffin for Jesus. The last leaf had fallen. And yet... And yet, right there in that graveyard, the place where everyone ends up at the end of life, the women experience the most unnatural and traumatic thing the world has ever seen, the bodily resurrection of Christ. He was not among the dead. Dear friends, the resurrection of Jesus is not just an ancient, comfortable myth that teaches us about the immortality of human beings. It is not a story that grants us a warm, fuzzy feeling that everything works out in the end. But instead, the resurrection of Christ is about Christ defying all logic. It is about Christ reversing all human assumptions. It is about Christ mocking all the rules of life and death. It is about Christ stomping on the face of the devil. It is about Christ rendering sin powerless for us. There is nothing natural or normal about the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. It defies everything that we know about this life. And that is the reason why the women experienced fear and alarm. But what on earth does this have to do with the coronavirus, you may say? Are we to have a fear of the coronavirus and now a fear of the resurrection at the same time? We possibly cannot have many more fear than we have right now. My goodness. No, my dear friends, the resurrection of Christ is not an attempt to add more fear to your current fear. But instead, the resurrection of Christ is to recenter your minds, to position you to see Christ amid this world of fear. You see, after the women left the tomb in fear, their fear was slowly calmed. And once their fear calmed, it gave way to joy. What this means for you is this yes, the coronavirus is indeed fearful. It is unnatural. It is traumatic. But Christ rising from the dead on the third day is more unnatural and traumatic than any virus or any event of this life. And so the resurrection of Christ, it demands more attention right now than anything else in the entire world. And here's the catch. As we ponder the resurrection of Jesus, 
The resurrection does not leave us in fear. Indeed, it does not leave us in fear, but does quite the opposite. It destroys fear. The resurrection of Jesus shows us that despite everything that this world of sin, death, and the devil can give, that there is one who defies it all, Christ Jesus, the resurrected one, And why this matters is because we are given the promise that we too, get this, that you and I will be resurrected bodily from the dead like Christ. We are joined to Christ in his death and joined to Christ in his resurrection. We will not be forgotten. And so whatever this world dishes out to you and me, we have a greater fear, love, and trust in Jesus. We know that we do not belong to the fears of the world, the fears of Corona, because the Lord has redeemed us, you and me. We belong to Christ, the resurrected one. Therefore, we shall not fear anything from this veil of tears. As the Lord's possession, his perfect love and his resurrection drives out fear and gives you a godly fear that gives way to hope and assurance amid fearful things around you. But keep in mind this morning that this hope and assurance in Christ are not the same as recklessness. Hope and assurance are not a negation of the threats around you and me, but instead the gifts of hope and assurance, they allow you and me to navigate through the calamities of life with a sober mind. You need not fear the events of the world, things that assail you like the coronavirus, because you belong to the resurrected one. And nothing, nothing can separate you from him, neither death nor life, neither the fears of today nor the worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate you from the resurrected one, Christ Jesus. And so, dear friends, despite all the sin and calamity and terror of life, fear not, you have been redeemed Regardless of good times and bad times and sickness and health, know that you've been called by name, you've been called by name and belong to another, Christ Jesus, the resurrected one. Baptized saints, this Resurrection Sunday, fear and love and trust in Jesus above all things, especially the coronavirus. For Christ is risen this day. He is risen this day indeed, hallelujah. He is risen for your justification. Rest in Christ this day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The The Lord Lord bless and keep you. you.